The Torah continues within an Ezekian when the person he hit and, and knocked out a tooth or an eye of an Abed Kanani that he goes free. The Abed Kanani, um, if he killed what the din is his, uh, with his Abed Kanani, and if a person in Bechlal hit other people, that they pays, if it's, it's just an Avis or the Ayin Tachas Ayin, he pays the value of an eye, etc. The din of Tsar and Boishas, that also if he pained him, he has to pay for pain and also for embarrassment. Then what happens if they plan to kill each other and they kill the woman? Uh, they didn't kill the woman, they, killed, they, they had her miscarry. Um, or they killed her. Then he continues on with the dinim of the uh, person's ox, the gourd. If it's a tum, if it's the first time it's doing it, then it's chatzinazik. If it's muud, nazik shalom. And sometimes it's also chayim bishvidish amayim if he didn't guard it. And he continues on to the dinim of shur and bur. If a person dug a, a pit and left it open, and somebody either was injured or his kalim were broken, the din of payment in that case. And raid for baba machtera, somebody that's digging into someone else's house, a tunnel, and he meets him on the way, and he knows that he wanted to kill him, there's a lot of hashkin lahargo, etc. Pasuk chaf. Chiyaki ishes abdi. If a person hits his slave, or yes, a monster is made from the shevet with a stick, which means it's able to kill. It's a maka, it's a fatal blow. The Eretz Kanani Taka died. Knock him, knock him. Avenged, he'll be avenged with misasa besai, if they kill the owner with, by sword. Zok trashim. Chiyaki ishes abdi. A monster, but Eretz Kanani Akasim Adabar. And Rashi lays it out, talking about an Eretz Kanani. And Rashi is proving it. You'll try to think about Evid Ivri. It's referring to Evid Ivri, Talmud Lemar, Kikaspehu. It refers to this Evid. It says Kikaspehu, it's considered his money, his property. It's just like your money belongs to you forever, unless you can do whatever you want with it. Evid belongs to you forever, which is only Evid Tani. So Rashi says, This would have been considered part of the general. Um, din of Maki Ishva Mace, if someone killed someone else, then most you must, because he's an Evid Knani, has a Khafti Din of Yid. The Torah came to exclude him with a special din that we'll see in the next passage that it, it's only, he's only Chayim Misa if it was within Me'esla Ace. But if it's after Me'esla Ace, then it's already a different Then Potter, he's Potter for Misa, but he's going to have to pay the Khafti as we'll see. Um, Bashevet, so actually, why does he tell us with what he killed him with a stick? He's talking about when he hit him in a way that he had the ability to kill. Maybe it's different. Even if it didn't have the ability to kill, he should still be chayv as long as he killed. It says by If he hit him with a stone from a, from a hand, it's by Yisrael. It's much more stringent. To kill a yid, he's only to 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 be chayv misa for killing a yid. He's only chayv if it was something that was able to kill. Well, aver shuk they lamos bakazu, and if only if he hit an aver that it's shayach to kill with taking out this aver naturally, not that he got infected, for example. Um, so Evid Akal, a slave, is simpler, it's less stringent. So for sure, it's only if it's Beshevit, it's the type of stick that's able to kill. Nakam, you knock him. So actually, this is referring when it says Lashon Nekama, it's Misa Saif killing by sword. So we see Lashon of Nekama is brought when a person is put to death by the sword. Now there's a special din by However, if a day or two days, which Rashi is going to explain means Me'es Le'es, he's still going to maintain, he's still going to be alive. He will not be avenged. For he is is his money, and therefore this is unique to the uh, slave, not to anyone else. If it's there two days, you don't take, you don't avenge his blood. If you said he's potter for a yom, if he if he stayed alive for a day, for sure. If he stayed alive for two days, he's going to be potter. It's one day that's like two days because it's spanning in two separate days, which is it's twenty four hours, and therefore it has part of the first day and part of the second day, but it's one full unit of twenty four hours. 
What is he saying? This is not a, this key over here is not a reason why we said the din of Yemimim. Rather, it's pointing out, it's denoting. If it's someone else, a different person that hit him, even if it's beyond the Yemimim, until he dies, he's still going to be Chayim Misa. Over here, being that it's it's Kaspehu, therefore, um, this din applies to Yemimim. If two people are fighting, they pushed or hit a Isha Hara woman that's pregnant, she miscarried, there's no uh, fatal blow to the woman. Anish, Anish, they will be, um, they will be fined, punished. Which is money. When the, when the husband of this woman demands and then the person, the, the person that hit will pay according to plulim, according to the base in the Dayana. They're fighting with each other. He's planning to hit his friend. She walked by and he hit the woman. You shouldn't think it's my gifa. Rather, pushing back on and hitting. Which means your foot hits the stone. There was no tragedy to the woman. But Isha. Onishi, Onish. Which the lashon of Anisha, which means punishment, is l'shalom to make blood is laval to pay the the amount, so to speak, the value of the 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 miscarried baby to the husband. The only way to value her as a she would be sold as a slave and pregnant, how much would she cost, and uh, and how much does she now she value less, being that she doesn't have enough. So they're going to collect from him money. So you see, lashon anisha is is a payment. As it's going to be put placed upon him that demand because she's in a basin when the husband calls into basin and he wants to. The one that hit will pay to me above is the payment for the children. According to the Diana's decision and evaluation. However, if there is a fatal blow to the woman, and there's going to be, there's going to be a life for a life. If this nefesh, you give a life for a life, is this literal or this is money? Because generally, if a person did kill, then, he, then it's nefesh, nefesh, literally, then you kill the person. But here, he meant to kill someone else and he killed um, this woman. In this case, the Hilmamish be killed, one of the two men that was fighting that hit her. That a person intended to kill one person, and kill someone else, he pays as much as he would be evaluated for, for lack of a better way of doing it, that how much he would be sold in the market. You pay the value of an eye for an eye. Shame tachas shame value of a tooth for a tooth. Yad tachas yad a hand for a hand. And regal tachas regal a foot for a foot. Now the the pasuk is going to move on to dinetzar kviya a burn tachas kviya petza which is a wound with that that, take, that has blood coming out in tachas petza and chabura which is a black and blue mark he got a zetz tachas chabura he pays for the value he pays for the Tsar and even Boishas when it is in place. So let's start with Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, if he took out, he blinded one eye, originally to me, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, now how much his value went down um, to be sold in the market. Ever without an eye, they can't see, or see partially. Ayn Kulam, Ayn Tavs, Ayn Tavs, doesn't mean Chas Vashon to take out the Ayn itself, which is not literal. Ayn Tavs, 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 be less valuable. His value went down. In these cases, it's just referring to Tsar. He took a spit and burned him on his nail. He's not, doesn't take, doesn't hold him back from working or anything like that. So, I'm come out of someone this, of this stature. Right to lead the How much would you be willing to endure? How much would you be willing to be paid to endure such pain? Petza. 
So Rashi Maka Metzio Dam that takes out blood when he when he was hit. Shapatzas Basari. So speaking, he punctured his his flesh. Nevdura. It depends on the person. In the in the Mako. If it became less valuable, so he pays the dam. If he actually became sick, he has to pay also the the that he's sitting at home, he's losing for not working, and and, and the medical bills. And the embarrassment, and also tsar mikra. As a who in this pasuk would have been extra. In the in they learned from this pasuk. This pasuk is coming to add that even when you're paying nezik, you're paying the damage of the hands. Okay. You would think um, that, that we pat him from Tsar because if he's saying I'm paying for how much you're valued without the hand, then it's heavy money. So uh, the Nezik that happened on the hand, it's my hand at this point. I paid for it. We don't make him pot, we don't redeem, we don't relieve him from the paying the pain also. Being that he bought his hand, he could do whatever he wants, he could cut however he wants. Even if you would say what you're saying is true, that it's your hand, he shouldn't be paid at all this way. You did in a way that pain him, therefore you have to pay for it. The, the blood is gathered under it. It doesn't go out. The, the, the flesh under it just becomes red. In general, is takabalas. Which is referring to um, patches and, uh, and spots on a, on a leopard. And that's chaburah over here because it's just made a spot. It didn't actually puncture and come out blood. Um, the Targum explains that it's Lashon Mashkofe, it's Lashon Chabot of hitting Betedura Belaz. What is Mashkofe? Like we said, Shdufer's Kadim, when we're talking about the 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 grains by Paris Dream. So it says they were knocked by the Mizrachvin. Shdufer's Kadim. So over there, the Targum said, Shkifon Kadim, that they were hit, Chabutais, they were knocked, Beruach, Vechain al Mashkof. Or when we spoke before earlier, you said by Carbon Pesel, you put Allah, Shnevzus Val Mashkof, or you, what's this Mashkof? Hashem Shadalas, Noikish Olav. That's why it's called Mashkof, Mashkof, you like, like, um, the Targum said, Shkufois, or Shkifon Kadim, because the door hits the lintel hole, that's, that it has a stopper on the top, and that's why it's called a Mashkof, because it gets knocked all the time. So the kids are, um, Chabura <coughs> can also be, can be like Rashi said at the beginning, it's a shame that, that it looks like a spot, spots like Namar Chabar Boroisa, that's Lashon Chabura, or the way the Targum explains Lashon hit, that's Mashkofin, it was knocked. If a person hits his slave's eye, or his maidservant's eye, and he ruins it, and to freedom, he'll send him in, in place of his eye. If he knocks out the tooth of his servant or maid servant, he'll send him to freedom instead of his tooth. It's referring to Knani. We know already that if he does not go out, she, we said by the Amevri that she doesn't go out, and we know we were Makish Ivri Ivri, so therefore neither of them go out. However, they have a din of a yid, and therefore he's going to have to pay. But uh, they don't they don't have this ribulam yitziyazu. Instead of his eye, I would say amazing thing. They wish their guards, even a goy a slave that has mamish no rights, and that, that they wish to guard him even more to a certain degree. Because you see that even a yid, a yid doesn't have one. So it's not just the eye. Really, bechain besim arba rashi yibarim twenty four rashi yibarim. That's why say yadaim the ten fingers are glam and the ten feet um, finger finger toes. Um, both ears, the the nose, and the aver should give the ama. So the British Lama Nemar Shane Rain, why talking about the Ter say Shane Rain? Didn't say that shows these a machine. If we only say Ain below Nemar Shane, and it wouldn't say two things, I would have explained that my Ain Shinevra Imoy, Dafke, if he knocks out an eye that he's a person was created with, Afkos Nevra Imoy is only going to be set free for something that he was created with. Masha Enke, Varishane, Nevra Imoy, a second tooth, so replace the, the, the baby teeth. The Ain Nemar Shane, if we only say teeth, Loy Nemar Ain, I say, I feel the Shane Tina, she has the Halib, and even. 
uh, Avid that's going to grow back like a tooth, then uh, he'll still be sent free. So each one teaches us a different aspect of the type of Avid that has to be hit for him to go to free. Sai, that it will not be replaced, and Sai, that uh, even if it wasn't created with him, that means it's a second tooth. Pasukhov Ches. As ish, as isha, a mace. If an uh, ox gored a man or woman and it died, the, 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 the ox will be stoned. He should not be eaten, and the, the, the balashar, the owner of the ox, is innocent. We won't kill him, as will be with the bullet. Um, it doesn't specifically an ox, any pet that a person has. That in actuality, what happens is that person, people have oxen. When you say this is a stone, we know that he wasn't shafted. So any of that's from the Even if you did chaperine and you shafted it, they already passed that it has to get stoned, and you went and shafted it. Um, so we think, okay, now it already got its owner, so now you can eat it. No, also bachila is still also bachila even if it was shechted properly. Uh, no, I mean, from where do we know that it's also not only bachila, but you're not allowed to enjoy it? You can't even give it to your neighbor as a gift or whatever it is. You can't uh, heat it up in place. That you're clean. What does that mean? A person tells John, Yatza, plain and knocking because if it came out clean from all his possessions, let's say if he had a fire, but he has no benefit. He had no benefit from it or no enjoyment from it. This is the Pshat of the Medrash in Balashar Naki. What's the Pshat of the Balashar Naki? Because it says in the next passage, by Muad, the Gambol of Yumos, that also is Balbais, is killed by the Shemayim, who's a Chamber of Tom, a Balashar Naki. That's what I have to say over here by Tom, that the Balashar is, he is innocent, he doesn't get killed. Now, this was referring to a Shartam that never gored before. The Im Shornaga Chumit Wal Shilsheim, if it gored three times, today, yesterday, and the day before, who had the Olive, and he was he was warned, the Bible warned, the Loyish Mareno, and he still didn't guard it. The Hamas Isha Isha, and now the ox went out and killed the person. This is called the Shermud, Moshin was already warned. Hashur Yisakel, the ox gets stoned. The Gamba all of Yumas and also the Baal Bais is killed by the Shemayim. Mitzmol Shilsheim, so Rashi Harisha was. These are three Nigiches because it's today, yesterday, and um, yeah. The Huadu Baalav Lashon Hasra'a Be'edim. He was warned with um, ta- with uh, with um, people testifying in front of people. Kamai Hoyd Hey Bano Ishle who said by Yosef that the person warned us. The Hamis is Ish. So Rashi Sufish Namar Kiyigach. In the next passage it says if it if it gored. If he gored, if he killed with his horns, he means he made a shikha with biting or tchif or pushing or or kicking. This passage tells us the hamis ish, it killed the person regardless of how it killed. The gambal of Yumas, so Krashi Bidei Shemaim, that the Melamayla. So Krashi Yachol, I would think maybe Bidei Adam, maybe the basin should be on top. Loimer Moisi was a maka, Ritzehu. It says in the Midbar that the person that hit, he should be killed Ritzehu. Al Ritzichos at the Hargit, which we learn from that passage is that only if a person actively killed, then. You, we kill him. Be they Adam. But yet the Hargav is still serve. But on the fact, on his shirt killing that we don't kill a person. And down here only Lamaila. Being that we don't kill him. Zokrashi im koifer is like the pasuk im koifer uses all of when we are going to place upon him koifer, which is paying instead. Paying, paying atonement, but not some pity. Actually, he's going to redeem his soul. He's going to pay his his value. Kichol she yushas as all that's placed upon him. Zokrashi im koifer yushas im ze ainet talu. It's not a question. It's not an if. It's it's like the psukim that refer to um, when that means it's mandatory. That you when you will lend money to you. This is going to be his din. The basin is going to place upon him this payment. She's going to redeem his soul, giving the the, the amount. Doctor, it's main nizak. The Rebbe Shmuel says he pays the amount that this um, person was worth. 
if it was um, a, a, a slave or a maidservant that was killed through his ox, then the flat rate of shloshim shkalim he pays to the master. Rashi is talking the ox gets stoned. So Rashi Eved Oy Amo, both of them are knanim shloshim shkalim, and because the fact that he says shloshim shkalim is an Eved knani, shloshim shkalim. You think there's a kasev? It's a decision of the Eved. Ben Shul Shabbat Elav whether he's worth a thousand zuz. Ben Chayin Shabbat Elav dinner is worth much less. Still, that's not much to give. A shekel shkalim are baz zehovim. You should know that the shekel is four zehovim. Shem chazi unkia lemishkal hayasher. It's a half of unkia, which is the in time of Rashi in Shal Kolonia, in the place of Kolonia, they had the exact measurements that they were making to know exactly how much, and that was this was the amount of of a chazi unkia over there. That the type of weight. If a person opens an uh, um, existing pit, or he digs a pit, and he doesn't cover it, and an ox or a donkey falls in, and let's finish the puzzle, the, the owner of this pit is going to have to pay, and Kasev Yashu Lubalov will have to pay money or value of money to its owner, and the Nizak will get the carcass and pay. And and the, the Balbais will deduct from his punishment money in the amount that that ox was worth. So the, the carcass will stay by the Nezak. What does it mean he opens? Shoyimachusa was covered the Gilo. It was, it was covered the Gilo. He opened it up. He digs. So why do you have to tell us? If it's time just for uncovering a bird that someone else already dug, for sure if he dug it from scratch, for sure it's going to be To bring a person that dug after someone else that dug, then he's chayim. So for example, someone dug nine tefachim and someone came and added the tenth tefach, he is also, he's going to be chayim. Below yechaseno, what does it mean he doesn't cover it? But if he did cover it, even though he didn't fill up the entire bar and undo the damage that he did, right? He just dug a whole pit, still he's going to be potter. This is referring to the person digging in Rishos Rabbim specifically, as we'll see soon. So if you ask me what's why Dafke Shurachamar, so if the who I did the truth is the Chol Behem of Chaya, any Chaya that falls in. Sure, Mishabbos. We learn it from Shabbos. What does it say about Shabbos? Over there, it also says that your ox and your donkey should rest. And Malahalan over there, we have another pasuk teaching us that it's referring. It says all uh, all your your livestock should be resting. So that applies to any place where it says Shabbos. So Malahalan. And where we know over there that any animals and any number of Makamacha it says elsewhere about Shabbos v'Chol Afkan. We learn over here as well that Kolbe Mochayv Kishar, that any animal that belongs to a person that falls into this pit will be have to be paid for by the Balabar. The Loy Nemar Shur Bechamar El Ashur. Now, there's a special limit. Why does it have to aim as I specified both? It couldn't have just said Shur. And we want to learn from Shabbos that it applies to any Chayyim. So the Shur Bechamar, each one is coming to exclude something else. El Ashur Veloy Adam means you have to pay for a shur, but you do not need to pay if a person fell into the bar. Chamar, you have to pay, pay for a donkey. The Loy Kalim, you don't have to pay for the Kalim that it was carrying on it, even if they broke.
doesn't mean he actually owns the pit because we said that this could even be rather it means the one that created this hazard considered him the owner to be of him with an he has to return money to the owner so if Rashi Dloshin Yashiv is out of place it should have said so Yashiv is he can even give back something that's, that has the value of money but it doesn't need to be actual money or silver even, even he can give him grain so the, 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 the carcass will belong to the Nizak. How does it, what does he do with it? They, they value how much the Nevelo is worth and he takes it and, and that value is deducted from the, the amount that the, the Mazik has to pay. The, the Mazik pays in addition to that amount that was that he gained now by getting the carcass. The, the Mazik added him to fill and pay up the amount of the Nazik that he made. Whatever it is. If the ox of one person will push him, a, a different ox, now it's not between an ox and a person, it's between two oxen, the mace, and the second ox died. So the answer the din is, he has to pay, being that it's a short time, he's going to have to pay half of the nezik. The Torah is not going to give us a technique how we will evaluate half of the nezik. Doctor, you sell the living ox and the chutzos kasvah, you split its money, so each one gets half of the value of the living ox, and you split the value of the dead ox, and that way it's going to reach, and the Torah is talking about a specific case in which the the high and the mace were worth the same amount of money, and therefore it's going to end up that they each one got a mechatsi nezek. Each one the the mazik shouldered half of the nezek, and he got paid half of his loss. Now the Rashi is going to explain by why the Torah had to use such a complicated example that the both oxen are worth exactly the same amount of money, and give us a whole roundabout technique that you split them both in half and you sell them, and it's going to end up chatsi nezek that he's paying. The Torah could have just said So let's see it in Rashi. So Rashi yigoyf means yidchay push. Bein bekarnav whether it was with his horns, bein begofer with his body, bein beragla with his feet, bein shinashachem shinav. Also, if it bit with his teeth, kulam bechlan the gifah, they're all called part of the gifah. The gifah lashon maka. It's lashon like Rashi said earlier, negif of a maka. Now shor ish doesn't mean that the shor hit a person. Rather, shor shel ish the ox of a person hit another ox. Machrus a shor. So Rashi tells us b'shavim akasim daber. The Torah is talking about two oxen that are worth the same amount of money. For example, Shurashov Masayim, the ox is worth 200 zoos. Shahim is Shurashov Masayim, another ox is worth 200 zoos. Bain Shanavela Shava Harb, Bain Shishavim At, regardless of how much the Navela is worth, what's going to happen is Kshanaitel Zechatziachai, when he takes half of the value of the live ox and gives Vichati a mace, and he, and half of the value of the dead ox, Vizeh, and the other person also takes Chatziachai, Vichati a mace, half of the a live ox and half of them that ox. When you you know you look at the overall total, each one is going to be so to speak shouldering and losing half of the nezek. half of the the damage done by the killing. This is all a long way to teach us that an ox can never gored before. If it killed another ox, you only the owner only has to pay half of the damage. From from a case where they're exactly worth half, that we're going to teach us that in every case you only pay half. He did not He has to pay exactly and we don't do this technique every time it kills. It's only this technique works in a case that both ox are worth the same amount and it's going to equal chatzinezek. So Ashi, where do we know this from? Maybe in every case that's what the Torah wants us to do that you split the live one and they both take half and you split the dead one. Maybe it's this is the same din even when they're not the same amount of money they don't cost both the same and Amr Kasov and the Torah says still the Chatzos name. You still split both of them. Like in Cain, you can't say this because if if so, 
you'll find an ironic case in which the mazik, the one that, that did the damage, is going to gain money off of the fact that his, his ox gored and killed. You can have a case where the ox that was gored, um, that was killed, is worth to the people that uh, to guy that want to buy it for meat much more than the living ox can be a thin ox. The It's impossible that the tailor wants that the one that hit should get paid for hitting his ox killed. He should get he should walk off with a game. Or or if this was the case in all cases that you split them both, you can have a case where the nizak, the one that uh, that was damaged, that his ox died, will get much more than uh, than uh, nezak shalom, much more than the entire value of his ox. Now, what's the problem with that? Let him get the three times more. Why? This can happen in a case. Half of the money of the live ox, it's worth much more than the entire ox that, that, that was killed. Why can't we say this? If you'll say this, you'll see that in this case, the tam, the, the ox that never gored is going to be more severe than the mud, than the one that gored three times. It doesn't make sense. It has to be more lenient. The Torah is speaking about a specific case of Shabbim that they're both worth the same amount. The Tom only pays Chatzinezek. And from a case where the both oxen were worth the same, you'll apply this din to any other case. We'll learn that anytime you're, evalu- you're paying the Chatzinezek, you evaluate the Nevelo. And um, he'll take half of what the, the Veda is worth, or half, he'll shoulder half of what the Veda is worth. That will be deducted from the Chatzinez. So now Rashi is going to take a step back. Why did the Torah say it in such a complicated way? This whole technique of selling it. Why didn't you say and pay half of the damage? The Torah told, told us in a roundabout way to teach us that it only pays me Gufoy. That means. That when we say you have to pay chatzinezik, you will never, you will never pay. The cap is you'll never pay more than the body of the living ox is worth. If it gored and and it died, ain't a nizak nitel el sanavela. The nizak will only take the nevela. And if it doesn't reach the chatzinezik, then he's going to lose. For example, sure worth one hundred. So kill the ox worth five hundred. He will only take the entire ox, obviously the entire living ox, because but he's only getting paid a fifth, not half. its owners to pay beyond what the goring ox is worth. So it's only, that's the cap, and therefore the third gave us in this whole roundabout way. So we know that it only pays migufoi. First of all, it only gets paid from the body of the um, ox that was killed, and not min aliyah, and never gets paid more than the living ox is worth. Pasuk lamed vav. However, in a case that it was known already, he's a sure muad. Kishar nagachu. This is a goring ox. Mitzvah shulshem already gored three times from yesterday the day before. And below Yishmael or Balav and his owners did not guard him. Shalom Yishalom sure. Tachas In that case, he has to pay an ox instead of the ox. He has to pay the because of nezek shalom. Vamesi aloy and the one that deals with the carcass is the nezek. And the mazik will pay above whatever he already just gained by getting by selling the carcass. Not that this was a tom like the case before. Elanoida, you already knew Kishar Nagahu Ayoim from today, Omitwan from yesterday, Shilsheim Hare Shal Shnegh, so it was three times a gourd. Then Shalom Yishalom Shur. He has to pay the entire ox, which is called in our Lash Nezik Shalom, as Rashi says, the complete damage. And above and in addition to whatever he just gained by getting the carcass, then he, he, the mazik has to repay the entire nezik that's left. Even if ish shur, when a person steals an ox or a or a sheep, he sold it. He has to pay five oxen in, in place of the 
ox, the armed sign and four sheep in place of the sheep that he stole. So here you see that for the honor of all his creations, all his people. ox that goes on its own feet, for the Ghana did not need to embarrass himself by carrying it on his shoulder because the ox walks on its own. Therefore, you have to pay extra because you didn't have to be embarrassed. However, a sheep should know yourself safer when he left the house with. Sesh, no, he's He's carrying this uh, this sheep on his shoulder, and he was embarrassed when he was walking off with his name. Mishal, my brother. Therefore, he only has to pay one less. However, his boy, he he was embarrassed with it, so we deduct. Doesn't pay five. He pays four by a sheep. Amr Meir, Meir learns from a different Indian. Look how great it is by the Eibush being busy with work. Sure, should be the malachta. An ox usually works, it's plowing, etc. So you took him away from his work. You have to pay extra. Chamisha, Sesh, leave the malachta. Sheep just goes around and eats and grazes. So therefore, our boy, in that case, being that you weren't about to you only pay four. Now, tachas a short tachas a repeated it. If you look at the puzzle, it says and then it repeated at the end. You pay and it repeated again. These didn't apply only specifically to these two animals of an ox, and a sheep. You shouldn't learn that's why the puzzle repeated it to remind you and to direct it specifically by these. If a person is digging through a tunnel, to dig into someone's house, and he, fa- he caught him in the middle of the act, and he hit him, and he killed him, it's as if this man had no blood, and you're not chayv as if you killed. He's tunneling into the house, he has no blood, which means, it's not considered as if you killed him, as if he's already dead, if a person's coming to kill you, you should um, quickly go and kill him. And why? Why is it so clear that he's going to be killed? That he's going to come to kill? Every person is going to knows that he's not going to come to the house and, and someone's going to stand and watch how he takes his money. This person's going to fight him. And he's ready for that. He's ready to kill him. He came with that intention. If he stands up against him, he's going to kill him. And therefore, he's and therefore, Olav Hashemesh. If it's clear to you like son that he's not planning to kill Olav, that he's not planning to kill you, then dumb him like he does have blood and you're not allowed to kill him. And all he has to do is shalom yishalom. This person has to pay up the knave that he stole him. Ain't like, if he doesn't have money to pay that, then he gets sold as a slave to pay back. It's an example. If it's clear to you, he's, he's in peace with you. Like Hashemesh says, like son brings peace to the world. He's not coming to kill you. You know that he has peace with you on that level. I feel Even if he's going to stand up against him, he's not going to kill you're going, for example, of a chaser, a father that's digging in, ligna mom and Ben to steal money from his son. You do everybody knows that as crazy as his father may be digging in to steal from his son, that his father will have Rahmanus. And he's not coming to kill. If, if needed, then in that case he's not going to kill. And therefore, the din is Damim Loi. It's considered that he does have blood. And therefore, if you killed him, you'll be Chayim Misa. The Ganav will only pay Mamoin. Haganav Mamoin, Shagana, Bein Chayav Misa, and he's not, being that he's only Chayav Mamoin, and not Misa, you're not allowed to kill him. But Uncle Shatirgim, Uncle explained it differently. He said, in, in a, he's talking about a case, there were Adim watching this whole story happen. He, he took a different guy and explained him to and he said, that if Adim found him before, and when the owner actually noticed him digging in this house, two Adim already standing there and watching, they warned this thief not to kill, then it is considered that he has blood, and if the Babais kills him, is going to be chayav all of him haraga. He's going to be chayav if he killed him. Shema achas yesh roim loy. Being that there are people watching on your behalf and they're testifying. Ain't a ganav zabo al iskin nefashes. If he's continuing to do it, he's not coming al iskin nefashes. Person doesn't kill him when he was ready when he's being watched. Velo yarek is balam amay. He won't kill for the money. He's just coming to steal. And and he'll have to pay. There's aided. 
If obviously he didn't kill and they found the man, the gneva in his hand, whether it's mishor, adchamer, an ox or a donkey, adze or a sheep, chayim, and if it's still alive, that means it wasn't tabach macher, he didn't shecht it or sell it, then shnayim yishalmi has to pay double. So Rashi, which means birish shul, so it's still in his possession. He didn't slaughter it or sell it. So Rashi, this is an edo here, not just shor adchamer, not just shor and said. This is everything. Anything that's stolen falls on it. The knas of kevel that he has to pay double. Whether it has, it's alive, whether it's livestock, or it's, it's an animal. It says in a different pasuk, for a sheep, for a clothing or garment. Anything that's lost that a person denies that he has it, he has to pay double. He can't pay in dead. With with uh, that el chaim or dmei chaim, either he gives back the live animal or the amount that it cost in the cash value, but he can't do like what he said by nizak that you give him the dead one and you say okay I'll add payment to the top. Here the, the it is amazing it will be for the mazik.